Bro. Yep. Robbie Radke. That's Joe me. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. I, I've been thinking about you like crazy lately, and it's it's funny because I don't remember us talking about doing this. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was in my head. I'm like, it must have been like when we actually had a conversation on the phone. Right. I just don't really remember, but I yeah. for sure am cool with it. I was like, oh, this guy that I really like really wants to hang out and talk to me. Cool. I'm doing like I'm doing it. I'm gonna make sure yeah, we schedule this because, dude, I. I really, I really, uh, I really value you. I really value you and our friendship. So thank you, I've, thank you, thank you for reaching out to me and having us do this. Absolutely, I value you and your friendship as well. Um, yeah, it's it's good to talk to you. I know we had, we had that phone conversation kind of out of the blue like a, a month ago, but it was like, man, that was really nice to talk to Corey, even though the circumstances were like weird and Very like weird. gross. Yeah, but like it was like, I mean, at the end of the day, it was nice to talk to to Corey and. You know, haven't talked to you in a while. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it was It was like, uh, as weird as I was feeling that day, and I, I want to be as vague as possible because I really don't give a shit enough to, like, say what it is. Right. Maybe maybe I'll be vague in it and saying one of the one of the people who was working for one of the wrestling promotions that we were working for, mm-hmm. who was, like, one of the money guys... Yeah, just got caught up. He just got brought up on all these like, like, child porn trafficking shit. Yeah, like, uh, solicitation. Uh, right. And I was feeling really weird, and I knew that you'd be somebody that we could like, kind of bounce the the weirdness off of each other. Yes. Yeah. And that was what that was what yeah. we did that day. <laughs> Yeah, and it's 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 as as gross as like the scenario was that had us talking to each other. It's good to have like someone to like get these like weird feelings out that you like can relate to and and has 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 similar experience and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, well, I mean, mix that with like uh, my my just like curiosity with what's going on in your life. Like, like honestly, like the last time we had like a real real catch up. I didn't really know like where you were like living and I don't even know like there was was there at one point like a shed situation yeah I I, yeah. I, I, I dude I was concerned for my friend you know I wanted to know what was going on with you everything is different now yes yes very different um so at the time that was years ago um my my fiance at now my girlfriend at the time Danielle was moving from Maryland to here in Delaware. It was like she was moving two hours away, mm-hmm. and um, it was my mom's idea to like get this shed. And the way she pitched it to me was like this is really nice like livable shed that you guys can live in, so you guys will have your own space. And it turned out to be like kind of a disaster mm-hmm. um, for a lot of reasons. And then uh, so we ended up moving out not long after Danielle got here and found like a weird efficiency apartment that was in this lady's backyard. That was like the second floor over like a dog kennel. So Mm -hmm. it was another weird backyard living situation because like finding a place to live, regardless of like your financial situation, unless you're like really well off, it's like a, a difficult thing to do. Yeah. 
Um, you're you're going to wind up compromising one thing or the other, right? And uh, yeah. that I'm I'm seeing that I'm seeing that often with people, especially during this stuff. But I mean, this oh, that yeah. was pre-COVID, pre-lockdown, pre-pandemic. Uh, yeah. But anyway, sorry. Go ahead. I just no, you're good. Um, but we, we spent like a year there, um, and that was weird because like we, dogs would be barking frantically at like 3 a.m. and waking us up and stuff. So eventually we had to get out of there. Uh, so, I mean, now we're doing pretty well. We have a nice two-bedroom apartment, and uh, we're looking to upgrade again. Right now we're uh, trying to get our stuff together so we can buy a house. And, uh, yeah. Crazy cool. how things turn out from living in a shed when, you, when, when I say it out loud like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't want to, like... I, I for sure, like, kind of peripherally heard it and didn't want to, like, spend too much. Like, oh, so you're living in a shed where lawnmowers go, huh? Like, actually, Right, yeah. I, like, it just didn't feel like it made enough sense, but I didn't feel like you and I were, like, in a position where I could be like, are you doing that? Like, I thought it was, right. like, I thought it was weird. I thought it was very weird. and I, Oh, it was for sure weird. But it's not like as as bad as it sounded, I guess. Right. Okay. Like, oh, Rob Rob's living in a shed. Like, yeah. Well, because I had I had done I was at I was at your friend's apartment doing yeah. your podcast. Yes. At, in that in that place, and I was like, "Whoa, do you live here? This is a nice place." And you're like, "No." But uh, now we live in that apartment complex. Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay. Well, it all comes back around full circle. (laughs) So, you're done. Are you done wrestling, like for good, Ski? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, So, I what happened was I I quote unquote retired in December, Mm -hmm. and of course, when you're a wrestler, retire always has quotes around it. Um, (laughs) But uh, at the time, I was like, yeah, I think I'm done. And I was never like, I'm never coming back. It was just like, I, I'm done right now. Like, there's nothing that's like, it's not fulfilling me right now in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. So I need to be done. And then I think when COVID hit and quarantine was happening and then no one was able to wrestle, I don't know if like maybe that's what made me like get itchy. They're just like the idea that I can't, I don't even have the option. Or I was like, mm-hmm. maybe I could, uh, maybe I'll start wrestling again. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so I've I've recently done some um, like open rings and just to kind of get the feel for it because it, it's really weird because I it's it, I haven't not done it for that long. It's been less than a year, mm-hmm. but I was my my mental state was like so far away from wrestling headspace that it still felt like brand new. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It felt like I haven't done it in like a decade. Yeah. So I was just like, I mean, I just want to see where I'm at, get take a few bumps and um, stuff like that. And then I I, I did a, a taping for a promotion recently where I, was, I did some managing. We'll see, what, right now I'm just like, well, I guess I mean, dipping my toes back in the water. That that can get you into the mind space of like being a persona, being personality, like right. And that's something that you just have that you right. very much have the the personality part of wrestling. It's just, you have to like, it's somehow that like you have to sort of 
stirred into the right stew kind of thing. Right. And, you know, that that's that's not going to be overnight. You know what I mean? There's not yeah, going to be yeah, like a, yeah. just a, a switch flips and you figure it out because figuring it out is part of what makes it good. Because yeah, absolutely. We, yeah, yeah. Once we once we think we've got it all figured out, we start to suck. Yeah, uh, that's that's probably that's where I was at when I was like retiring or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just like I don't, I don't. It's not that I don't have anything to l- left to learn. I I'm just not interested in learning anymore. Well, so I'm, I'm just gonna leave. The same thing for me, Rob. Like what I I when I was doing the whole like. I, I I like finished out my bookings. Like I was like, all right, I'm I I didn't say that I was retiring. I just it was like, yeah, I'm, I don't I don't know if I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe take a break or something. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm gonna maybe I'm gonna get out on my own account, you know. And instead of like being forced out, I'll just get out. And right, I I a lot of it was just like, what's the risk of every match versus the reward right. of every match, and then yeah. mix the risk reward. With the fact that it's pay to play every time I do it, yeah, and I'm not financially able to justify this. This, and I hate. It's my passion. It's my love. It's what I've done. It's right. what I wanted with my entire life. But it's a hobby, right? And and it's like I can't really financially justify this hobby. Yeah, and and it sucks because of course it's like it's like what I've identified as. It's been my identity, and I I've having that part of my identity ripped away from me. And uh, now it's like, oh, I guess I have a little more control over, I have a little more control over that. But but at the same time, like, on, in the, in a creative level, I can still act and I can still do podcasts and I can still do yeah. comedy. So I'm fulfilled creatively. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, as pandemic started and, and, People who've been listening to the podcast episodes that I've been doing, and this one, this one's not gonna. It's not the audio of it isn't gonna drop until like December or something, right? And currently, it's October, <laughs> but uh, I, I've been saying for a while. Uh, I've said either I'm hanging up my boots or I'm buying new boots. I bought new boots. Uh, I. I've had three matches back. I go to training like every Friday. Mm. Like, um, I'm back. Like, there's no like I'm got the itch. Oh, no, I'm back. Right. It's just what it is. Yeah. It's just uh, not as many places are are open, you know. Right. But, but uh, I'm getting out there, you know. That's good. I mean, yeah. As long as you, I, so my thing is when I do come back. If I do come back, um, I want to kind of lean more into, hey, this is a hobby as mm-hmm. as opposed to this is my this is who I am as a person, because I, I spent so long being so invested in just like I got to make it to that next level and I, I want to do everything right. And I want to like so consumed by stuff like that, that I just want to be like. I like wrestling, so I want to wrestle now. As opposed to, I need to make more money. I need to do things. I, I just want to. I love the art of wrestling and the the creativity of that, and that's that's what I want to do. Can I ask you something? 
Absolutely. What, are you willing to redefine what the next level is? Uh, yeah, because, I mean... Because if the next level means something different for you than it does for the people who watch you, or it means more to... If, if, if you celebrate it, you know what I mean? If you celebrate, like, well, here's a goal, and I've reached that goal. The goal is to, you know, to make sure I... Honestly, I was I've been talking about this kind of all week just on on uh you know in conversations I've been having with friends and family and stuff. Like I've been doing this most of my life. And when I'm when I'm talking on other people's podcasts, I'm like, I've been doing this most of my life. And knock on wood, never had any major injuries, never hurt anybody. That's 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 a that's a success. If I redefine what the next level is, the next level is that I've got staying power. And right. on top of that, I, I know for me, my next level is the fact that, like, you don't see other people out there doing what I'm doing. Right. You don't see other people out there that are uh, not only as good of a wrestler as I am, but doing comedy and, and podcasts. Like, that's just like I'm the only that's the next level for me. For me, right. my, my next level is redefined by me. Or not right. redefined, it's just sense. defined in general. It's defined it's by, defined yeah. by me. It's like when I was when I was younger and I wanted to come up, I was like, oh, I'm gonna go to whatever the next level indie is. I'm gonna I'm gonna go right. like I was like, oh well, I'll I'll go work for Jersey All Pro and then Jersey All Pro will get me booked on Ring of Honor, and then Ring of Honor will get me booked right. on like and and it was always like Oh well, what's 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 stopping me? What's stopping me? It's because I, I, I just kept complaining about what I didn't have and where I wasn't. Right. Instead of going, like, they'd be they'd be stupid to miss out on me. Right. Like, and I didn't. I I had those thoughts, but it wasn't it wasn't as sure footed as like I know my value. Right. And I think that, and that it goes back to you. You've probably heard me say it a million times. Why I hit this drum? It's uh, it's consistency, man. It's just consistency. Yeah. So I'm redefining the next level in consistency. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. Because uh, that that's kind of that that cookie cutter version of uh, the next level is where I was at in my head. It's just like, why, why am I not working for this promotion? And then, you know, sometimes I've like gotten a taste of like, Hey, I'll do a show for this promotion. And then I get in there and I'm just like, I don't, I don't like these people. I don't mm-hmm. like this environment. This, this sucks. Like I, right. I, I got a taste of it and I, I hate it. So but like, but even, even still, like when I would look at it, like, like when I was working for like some some from let's say uh, working for ECWA, but like being at ECWA and not being their top guy makes me look down on what ECWA was. I'm like right, I'm like or or like Capital. It's like if if I'm lost in the shuffle here, that's mm-hmm. your problem. Yeah, and and, and it. Like makes me disgusted with the whole process, right? <laughs> and and uh, 
I mean, for me, it's also, I mean, it's all those things. And also there's a lot you have to like tolerate to just kind of be in the wrestling business. Like people you don't like and, and people, people doing things that you're not like keen on and, and stuff like that. Like it's a very toxic environment mm. and to be in it and involved in it, you have to kind of look the other way on a lot of toxic stuff. <laughs> Can I, and, can I just bring up to you some funny ass shit that I've been seeing? <laughs> just in ahead. the last, just in the last two days, I'm gonna mm-hmm. bring up. Uh, I've seen like videos getting posted on, uh, p- videos being posted like on Instagram, and it's just tons of like wonky, wonky like interactions for like a pic. Like somebody went to pick somebody up for a tombstone, and they were like. <laughs> Right. Like they, yeah, yeah. They couldn't grab them the right way, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Who's teaching these people how to wrestle? What's going on?" Yeah. And then like that—that that being one video, and then the next thing being like, "What? Blah, 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 leg kick, insiguri, insiguri, leg kick, yeah, insiguri, yeah, yeah. leg kick." And I was like, "Ah, oh, we don't need all that." Like, yeah. And 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 I was like, "I'm becoming the old man that yells at the clouds." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'm 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 definitely there too. Um, there's just like even when I watch on TV, I don't. Just like, uh, this would have been great. Like less of this would have been great, and now there's mm-hmm. too much of it. And, right. It's it's way but, too much. It's way too much. Uh, but, but anyway, we we kind of got yeah. off topic there. <laughs> no, no, you're good. It's just like so. You know, when I got out of it, and in my head, I was completely out of it. I would like look back on some of the things that I've experienced or witnessed and i'm just like that is like it you don't really calculate it when you're in it and then you're out of it and it's like this this is a terrible environment well you aren't stamping your bump card as much anymore that's true that's a really good thing on in your you're working on your body now yeah so your next level outside of the ring will affect your next level inside of the ring if there is one right yeah um makes sense yeah, so like you're you're in a better place. You said you're living in that apartment complex where yep. you're recording. The place is nice. You're looking to get to the next, the next spot, right? Like that's going to influence you when it comes to feeling better about you. Like I think, yeah. Uh, like my my comedy my comedy suffers from me having less self worth. My wrestling right. suffers from me having less self worth. So the more self-worth I have and the more better the you know the better I feel about what's going on in my life and, and things like that it's it's going to affect my my uh, creative endeavors. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um so yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. It, and I I definitely don't if I do wrestle again, I don't want to re- like full-time wrestle again until there like there's actually wrestling to be had and not like audiences, a, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to do it. I mean, I did one match that happened to be taped, and I, I wasn't really thrilled about it. But I was just like, all right, whatever. Just, just to get my head into like putting a match together and like that creative problem solving that I love so much. Um, oh, you know, you know what the other funny thing is that I meant to bring up to you, and me telling you about the funny shit I've been seeing the last couple of days mm-hmm. was, uh, was uh, there was one of those like studio matches. Right, mm-hmm. so there's no audience, and it's just quiet. It's just quiet, yeah. except for like 
the person doing commentary and the people in the ring. And the person mm-hmm. on commentary, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll talk to you about, about who it is off mic. But yeah. he was like, he was like, you could hear. <laughs> What's good for the goose is good for the gander. <sighs> like you could just hear him breathing. I'm like, yeah, you didn't realize how much breathing was happening. Right. Yeah. You didn't, uh, is your smoke detector going off? Oh, no. It's a truck outside yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't want your house to burn down. Nope. No smoke to be had here. So what, what, are, what are the things that you're looking forward to the most these days? Like, what's the, the stuff that you're really psyched about? Um, so tough questions. It's hard because I, I never know when, what the other side of, of what's going on is. Um, but yeah, trying, trying to buy a house. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm getting married whenever I, all, all our marriage plans have been kind of put on hold yeah. for now too. But yeah, that's something I'm looking forward to. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to the next time I can like hang out with my friends, like in person. Right. Just want to throw this out there. Uh-huh. I got, I got ordained. So I if will you're looking for, I will keep that in mind. If you're looking for someone who might be an officiant, maybe a funny officiant. <laughs> I will, I will keep that in mind. Give old give old CK a call. <laughs> not Louie, though. No, not the Louis CK. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's funny too. Maybe he's ordained. I don't know. I, I'm, I've never looked into. I've never looked that deep into his Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, I just I just started a whole new rumor about Louis CK, ordained minister. <laughs> well, I mean, that's funny it's wedding. The, it's not the worst rumor he's had about. Nope. Him. Nope. Is. This is a little, a little cleanup attempt, and, and don't think of that in a dirty way. Not a cleanup attempt. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I didn't taste that. Clean up the reputation. <laughs> reputation management for Louis C.K. I, uh, I thought of you yesterday, man. I watched um, new uh, Jason Mantzoukas movie on Netflix. And Which one is that? It's called Long Dumb Road. Oh yeah, 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 I've seen that one. And I was like, oh, I was like, I didn't. Every time I see that guy, I think of you. Or anytime I hear that, because you had the pin, you had the pin on oh, your yeah, yeah, vest, yeah. my my entrance vest, yeah. And I was, I like, love Jason Mansuk. He's one of my favorites for sure. So, right, I went like when I was watching Big Mouth or anything, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, look, it's that guy. And <laughs> it just makes me think of Rob. <clears throat> So yeah, when when do you think? I don't. When do you think you're you're uh, you're gonna get married and all that stuff? I don't know. So we we set a date at the very beginning of quarantine. We're like, this will definitely be a date that we can have by then, and who knows by now? Uh, I was like June of June or July of, of 2021. Uh, yeah, um, that, it'll be totally gone by then. That's what we said uh-huh. about Halloween a few months ago. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, but we've we've also discussed the idea of just having like something very small, mm-hmm. um, 
for now and then doing like a reception on the other side of, of quarantine. But um, right now we're, we're mostly just kind of focusing on the, the house buying thing. Um, I'm sorry, but I just thought of (laughs) everything you're saying is on the other side of the quarantine. Like, yeah, you keep saying that out loud and it's making me, Uh, it's making me sing somewhere over the rainbow, but over the quarantine. (laughs) It could be a banger. Somewhere over the quarantine. (laughs) Over the COVID. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so we'll see what happens there. Um, Yeah, like I said, we're we're, we're focusing on the house buying right now. We can get a nice more space for us and then... That, that's more of a priority than getting married, I think, right now. So, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, I mean, w- I mean, the the wedding and the ceremony and the the title is all ceremonial. So, it's yeah. all yeah. it's all it's, it's all, all for, for the surface it's... and for show. I mean, you know, in your heart, what you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. So a lot of but a lot you... of people will forego forego that. Ever. But I'm also I'm also. I'm also a wrestler, so it's all it's all you got. It's all about the gimmick. You got to over right. overindulge that gimmick, but you got you got to have the fanny pack and the and the Halliburton briefcase, <laughs> the Zubas, the Zubas. Never got a pair of those. I guess I, I guess I wasn't a real wrestler. It's never too late. <laughs> and if you if you start wearing them and you're done wrestling, people are like, "Oh, he wears those because he used to be a wrestler." Like that. It, it's it's just. Like a- it's an easy. It's an easy little cop. Like people go, oh, whatever. Okay, sure. Yeah, that's what you are. So yeah. wear that. Sure. But <laughs> it it would make sense. What are you doing? What are you doing for like um, health and fitness these days? Uh, well, I've kind of fallen into a slump of cheat day turned into like a cheat month. Mm-hmm. But um, mostly just uh, what I'll do is low carb. Uh, Monday through Friday, and then low calorie on the weekends. I was mm-hmm. doing keto for a while, like strict keto and intermittent fasting, and it, it got a lot of like really good results. But I also like was not thrilled. You know what I mean? You have to kind of indulge yourself every once in a while, so it gets harder and harder to do that. And then if mm-hmm. you if you go strict keto for so long, and then you have that little taste of something sweet or whatever it's very easy to just fall into uh, overindulging, um, which is where I'm at now. But yeah, so I'm going to get back on track to that. I haven't been going to the gym. I was going to Planet Fitness for a while. And then, so Planet, Fi- Planet Fitness had this like weird rule where you had to wear a mask into the gym. But once you started working out, you didn't have to wear it. And then you had to wear it again on the way out, which was weird. That is weird. But like I was, I was like, all right, whatever. And then they, Planet Fitness company wide is like, you have to wear a mask the entire time. And yeah. I'm like, I get it, 100 percent agree with it, but I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I'm just not gonna go to the gym. Um, but I also didn't have like good fitting masks at the time, so I'm gonna look into getting better masks and uh, get a better gym. And Did you wear your Joker masks. Yeah, can you wear well, those to the gym? I probably there's a little hole in the mouth, so probably not. You'd be like, "Oh, 
I have another mask on underneath this, and then be lying. <laughs> nah, I'm all, I'm all set on that. But yeah, but Danielle and I have been talking about going switching gyms and trying to get back at it. That's great, man. I'm, I I went one time to one of the big gyms, like a, a retro. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, everybody was in masks the whole time. And I had to keep my mask on the whole time. And I was like, this kind of sucks. This kind of sucks. Yeah. And, uh, like, I, my gym is just like some hole-in-the-wall gym that, mm-hmm. like, meatheads opened in the 80s and then never, no one ever goes to. So right. they just got all this, like, old equipment from the 80s that's all, like, beat up. But right. it works for and yeah. like no one's ever there, so I don't really wear my mask until like it'll be like when I'm walking in, like when I go to the locker room and I just go and I like take it's like usually a bandana, I'll take it off and if people yeah. are near me I put it back up. But for the most part, I don't have it up. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's where I'm at now physically. I've I've, I've gained and so I lo- once quarantine started is when I started like dieting and going to the gym and stuff. I lost like twenty five pounds. Yeah, looking really good, and then but I'm, I've gained a few back, so I'm trying to get get back to my goal. And then uh, that was another thing on me is just like I don't want to wrestle until like I look good, because towards the end of of my tenure in wrestling, I was just like, yeah, I look like shit. Um, so I'm I'm gonna leave. I don't want to be. I don't want to continue to be this version of myself and continue to like take my shirt off in public and kind of be kind of, uh, I guess, I don't know, a, a not a good version of myself. I mean, you can find a way to own anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that. I, uh, I mean, I don't necessarily think that like if you were like, if you were like out of shape, that it was really that bad. Like you never, like you weren't Mark Master. Anything. <laughs> but, but now but, I mean, but like it, maybe you. We we all do it. We all do this thing yeah. of comparing ourselves to other people. Yeah. So when you're in locker rooms and there's other guys who are like really jacked or whatever. And you're like, oh, okay, well, that guy definitely looks better than me. I feel like crap about myself. I'm guilty of it still. I still feel right. that way. And it's never going to go away. I'm always going to feel that way. Yeah. But I, I, got, I just got, I got to own, you know, own what I got and yeah. make the best of it. Well, it was also, like, physically harder to wrestle when, when I was, oh, like, okay. at the end. You know what I mean? Because so I would – for like the last six months of me wrestling. Cause the last year of wrestling was kind of a bittersweet because I knew I was leaving like a year ahead of time. And like, so I stopped caring as much, which made it good. Like mentally it's just like, I don't have to worry about shitty promoters or like or whatever. Like I'm just here. Senioritis. Yeah. I'm just here to wrestle and which was made it more fun for me. But mm-hmm. at the end of the time, uh, hand in hand, I also like stopped caring about a lot of things, like the the good things I should be caring about, like my physical fitness and and stuff like that. So, about six months from the end, like my lower back started to hurt a lot every every time I would wrestle, and like I would complain, I would 
Danielle, my, my back's really killing me. And she's like, well, you, you wrestle. Like, it's your back's supposed to. I was like, no, not my lower back. Like, I know I don't bump on my lower back. I'm not the greatest wrestler in the world, but if there's one thing I'm good at, it's not bumping on my lower back. I don't know. I don't know. Like, is it possible to bump on your lower back? <laughs> who who does? I that? mean, you can bump awkwardly, but like, yeah, it's yeah. Tough. <laughs> right, right, I, right. I know where I'm bumping, and I know right, I shouldn't right. be feeling like this. And then, um, at one point, like in the beginning of like in March, I had to fix a part on my car, and I have luckily have like an Ace Hardware that I needed a tool at pretty much across the street from my apartment complex. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do something healthy. I'm going to like walk over there on my lunch break and, and, and get this, this tool and on the way back. And then not even a quarter of the way there after just walking my back, that, that, that same spot when I would wrestle, like it was killing me. Like I, my, my, in the sharp pain in my back to where I can't, can barely walk. So it's, I guess my body wasn't used to carrying around as much weight as I was putting on it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was suffering from it, but mm-hmm. like after I lost the weight, I could jog, I could work out, I was doing fine. So, so I definitely want to be in like a decent amount of ring shape before I, I. I think, I think we can get you on some stuff. I don't, I don't mean like steroids or anything, but I'm saying like we can get you on to like bodybuilding exercises. Like that, that you have like a good frame for that. So if you were to just like do like bench, deadlifts, like military press, like well when spots. I was when I was going to the gym, I did have like a good routine. Like Monday, I would have a set routine. I'm going to do this Tuesday, like mm-hmm. four five days a week. I, I have my routine, and then I do some other stuff, like mix it up, just just so I'm not getting stagnant. Right. And I was. You know, it was working out well for me. I just need to get back in the habit of doing it. Mm-hmm. You, you, I think you need to be more douchey. I think you need, I think you need douchiness. You need Zubas. You need Zubas. <laughs> Bring them to the gym. You need like uh, one of the one of the shirts that's cut so thin that it's just straps and it's like straight down, like <laughs> you're like boobs hanging out the sides. Just carrying a big a gallon protein, of water everywhere shaker. I go. Protein yeah. shaker and a gallon of water. Always double fist in it. Right. And then you'd be like, What well, what's that? Oh, you were you weren't talking about gains. I couldn't understand it if you weren't talking about gains. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You know, like Mace says in that song when he says, I don't understand the language of people of short money. You say that. Yeah. I don't I don't, know you, I don't understand what you ain't talking about these gains, brother. You ain't talking about gains, I ain't hearing you. <laughs> Well, that's that's the old the, the old wrestler. If you ain't talking about my envelope, I, I don't know. I don't know what you're saying. Uh, it had nothing to do with the price of milk. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I want to. I've been trying to like figure out ways to maybe like reinvent myself mm-hmm. if I come back. Um, just to to. Sp- doing the same stuff i was doing because mm-hmm. that's that's kind of the the a lot of the fun about it that i missed was just like the creativity like i always designed my own gear and like t-shirts and stuff mm-hmm. uh, and, I, and i missed doing that so I, i've designed a few things and the 
I I still have the oh. Joe Kerr shirt. I loved it. Uh, I see you wearing it sometimes. It always yeah. makes me really happy. Yeah, I'm, I, I dig it, dude. I think you did a great job on that shirt. It's a cool Thank shirt. Thank you. Uh, I mean, it was very petty of me to design that, but I'm right. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, at this point, at this point, that shit doesn't matter at all. Like, oh yeah, for sure. Like that. I was just having this conversation with Gotti yesterday, and I was talking about like, like. Uh, loyalty among thieves you know what i mean it's like yeah. carny carny lo- and i i kind of i made it make sure to to make sure that i was exclusive for the one promotion that i worked for in delaware for the most part because right. i didn't want the, any fan to go well i don't have to go to that show because right. i'll see Corey at this show i don't if if you're gonna see me you're gonna come to the show that i'm only wrestling at that show right so that was the way I looked at it because it, it was it was only because it was Delaware because right. it's the same fans going from each show to every other like this. Yeah, Delaware is only like ninety miles long, so there's not right. you can't spread them out too much right. before they're just you know. Um, but yeah, I mean that was, that same promotion I I was loyal to for a while and mm-hmm. that 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 didn't work out for me so. And that's part of the reason, another, like, I know we're talking a lot about this. this is another reason I was just like, I'm, I'm done doing this. It's just like, they, they fucked me over. And I was just so hurt. I was here's like, I, I, cut, other, I cut it short. Here's the other fun thing to think about when you're doing that. Very much consider the source. Very yeah. much consider the source. Like, these aren't people who are doing better than you in life. That's yeah, definitely. So um, consider that. But that that was also part of my like angst and like so I I re- I retired in December. I was gonna hold off till May ish, and then something happened with this promotion. I was just like, you know, I don't, I I'm done. Like these people, who are who is this person mm-hmm. to to criticize the things he's criticizing about me? Don't get me wrong, he wasn't even entirely wrong. Right, but it's just, who who are you to say? Right. What what like dues have if, you what dues have you paid? Where were you trained? Okay, uh, okay. Prove me wrong. Go ahead and tell me what dues you've paid. Tell me who trained you. Correct. Okay. But like sure. so, like right. we were talking about, you know, uh, I had gained weight towards the end. I wasn't in, in in the shape I was in. If Corey Castle pulls me to the side, has hey man, you 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 know you may you might want to consider getting. In a little bit better shape, I'll take that advice. One hundred percent, you're one hundred percent right, and you have every right to tell me that. You put the if suck this in schlub, liposuction. <laughs> this schlub who's who's like you know, just bought his way into the business and right. tells me I'm I'm not in in the shape that I was in when he made me a champion. Uh, okay, uh, all right, well. I guess I won't be in good shape for you at all, or in any shape for you. Right. So you're you would rebel against that because of the source, instead yeah. of instead of just considering this source and then going, well, like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get in better shape for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna level up because right. I want to level up. But at I, the time, 
at the time this had happened, I was in the process. Like I was already like, all right, I've, I've let myself go too much. Let me get into some decent, like, let me get better. And as I'm doing this, this guy's like, you know, we need you to be in better shape for, to work in this fire hall that the roof barely hangs over the turnbuckles and right. draws 25 people. Did I ever tell you about my bit that I, that I was going to do that anyway bit? No. Uh, I would say I, I mean, it, it's a, it's a, a bit that I've used as like a closer when I say, um, I don't mind doing things around the house. Like I don't mind like taking out the garbage or, you know, run the vacuum, but like, I don't like being asked to do those things or told right. to do those things. Like, um, I, I was living with an ex-girlfriend and uh, sometimes we'd let the dishes like pile up and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do those dishes as soon as I get in from work without her asking me and she's going to be super pleased. And I got in right after I got out of work, ran right to the sink and there was, mm-hmm. the dishes were still there, but next to them was a note that was like, babe, the dishes are out of control. Handle it. And I was like, oh man. I was going to do that anyway. Now it looks like I'm only doing it because you told me to right. do it. And I hate that. So I took the note and I flipped it over. And on the other side, I wrote, honey, could you continue to be a miserable, unsupportive, soul-sucking bitch who's ruining my life? And she was like, <laughs> oh, man, I was going to do that anyway. Now it looks like I'm only doing it because you told me to. Yeah, that's good, too, yeah. It's <laughs> good so, um, It's It's... But it goes like that with everything, and I, I was trying to do it. I was trying to tag that with. Um, later on, that girl, that that girl um, was uh, was a drug addict, right? So later on, that girl uh, got clean and sober. And like part of whatever the seventh step of AA was, like you got to make amends. And she like called me, and she was like. I just want to apologize for anything that was going on, uh, blah, blah, blah. Do you forgive me? And I was like, yeah, it's been a long time. I don't ever really think about it. I don't care. She's like, okay, so just tell me you forgive me. Like, okay, why? She's like, well, it's part of the seventh step. Uh, I have to make amends. I have to get forgiveness. I'm like, so you're not doing it because... You're going to do it anyway. You're doing it because right. this thing's because telling you to part of the step. Yeah. But but I could it's too it's too clunky. I could have never made it a thing, but it's yeah. a it's a funny premise. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Uh, but yeah, man, I uh I want to flip it around, man. Pretend like this is a radcast, man. Just uh <laughs> just uh go ahead and ask me whatever so, you want. Say whatever, so you know. No- no one's listening to it. Yeah, no, there's absolutely <laughs> going to be no one listening to it. Um, oh, that yeah. that that goes across blo- both platforms. <laughs> it's not just your podcast that nobody listens to. Well, that I that's another thing. Like I, at one point, I was like, let me start the radcast back up. Let me do a podcast, and then I had like other ideas for podcasts or ways to like bring the pot- radcast back and like just reformat it. Then I was like, well, everyone is at home with nothing to do. Everyone is starting a podcast now. Uh, let me not add to that like surplus of people who are podcasting for no reason. Let me let me let me let me hit you with this real quick. Everyone else isn't you. 
That's nobody true. else has your thoughts and opinions on things. Nobody else has lived through the things that you've lived through. Nobody has your perspective. Nobody has your voice. Absolutely don't act like it's not going to be any more or less valuable than anybody else's thing. Yeah. Like, give that to yourself, dude. You, you, you earn your voice. Like, don't compare yourself to other people at all. Like, don't compare yourself to other people okay. who have podcasts. I mean, if, if any of us did that, none of us would ever have a podcast. Yeah. I wouldn't have done anything if all I did was compare myself to other people and go, oh, I shouldn't do it because so many other people who are better than me are doing it. Because right. it took me doing it to get better at it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for, for sure, you're, you, you know, you've had some life experience. And you, you've got a perspective that not a lot of other people have. Most people don't have it. Nobody knows what it's like to be you. Nobody yeah. knows what the movie of Rabbi, Robbie Radke's life is. You know what I mean? <laughs> no one else sees the movie that you've seen through your eyes your whole life. Right. Yeah. So maybe I will uh, do that. I'll, I'll start my Monday Nitro rewatch podcast. Dude, that, that, oh, did, you watched all of it, right? You watched like from when Scott Hall came back? Yep, until the Scott last Hall one? came back till the very last one, and was, then was I was kind of lost. What's that? Was that the well, 83 no, weeks? It was longer, longer than 83 weeks, because the 83 weeks kind of stopped in, like, 99, oh, 98, so, 98, 99, so I watched even past the, that through, through the, the Russo era, and it was rough stuff. It was I So I watched the whole thing, and then it ended, and I was like, I don't know what to do now. Um, it was like I got out of an abusive relationship. Well, because I was um, like, I know it's just, this was horrible and hard to go through and painful at times, but you know, there were some good moments. At least it kept me like consistent. I had something going. I know, uh, Chuck Payne went through like all the, all the Rawls. Like he, we were talking about that. He was like, Oh, I watched all, all the Rawls from this. Like, there's so much to watch. Like, there's so much it, content that you could. Uh, like you could do podcasts that review like the bad pay-per-views. You know what I mean? If you've already watched those nitros, maybe you can rewatch those nitros that are building towards a pay-per-view and watch, like do a review of those nitros and the pay-per-view. Yeah. Or do that or something, you know? I mean, someone someone's got to listen to me rant about it. That's not my fiance who has no idea what I'm talking about. Right, right, right. She comes home from work. I'm like, you'll have you have no idea what they fucking did on Nitro. Like, this is gonna you, you're not gonna believe it. And she doesn't believe it, but she also like not necessarily interested. Oh. There was there there was the one point where she would come in while I was watching and like get interested, and she was very interested in the um the David Flair Stacy Keebler. Uh, pregnancy angle mm-hmm. and she's just like I, I just want to know who, who the father is. I just want to know so every time we, I would watch it and I would hold off some episodes because I'm like I, I feel like they're going to reveal it on this one and I would wait for her to watch it with her and they would just never they never reveal it. it was never they just dropped it completely like it never happened and she was uh, not thrilled that she watched so much Nitro it's 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 weird to have a, a watching partner in things yeah. Like, uh, when it comes to when it comes to uh, this lockdown quarantine, it's like my 
my girlfriend was like, oh, have you seen Haunting on Hill House? Right? That, did you see that show? I haven't, no. She was like, you got to watch Haunting on Hill House. So I was at I was at her house for like a week, and we watched like the first seven episodes together. Mm-hmm. And I I came home and she wasn't with me, and I finished watching the season. And I was yeah, like, I'm, right, in trouble. I'm in trouble for it. I'm hardcore yeah. in trouble for it. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, I gotta watch it. I gotta watch it. I gotta watch it. <laughs> Just be, you had already seen it. Like you want to watch the last three episodes on your own? Go ahead. I'm yeah. not stopping you. <laughs> but I yeah, guess so we got the same thing over here sometimes. Yeah. So the, I guess yeah. her her nitro like that's the antithesis the the like the yin and the yang of me like sometimes watching like reality TV with her. Like currently she's watching Ninety Day Fiance, and at first like. Like, I just pop in and out, and I'll watch it with her when I'm in. But I'm not like, hey, don't watch this without me. Right. Please, please watch, watch as much as you can without me. Yeah. And then when we're spending time together, if it makes you happy, we'll watch it. But then we watch and I have serious opinions on what's going on. She, she, uh, she, we watched, like, The Bachelor and RuPaul's Drag Race and all that stuff. All of RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh-huh, all that. And I was she, just like... She, she does this thing. She watch. She'll watch the entirety of a show, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "All right, cool. We're gonna watch something new." And then she'll just start it over. So I've seen certain seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race twice, <laughs> and have serious opinions on drag queens. I don't think I know what drag entails even after watching all of it because I'm not sure what the competition wait, even really wait. is. Wait, did you say dragon tails? Like fire breathing <laughs> dragons with the tails? See, I. I I would say I would watch that. I would rather watch that, but I'm not a big like fantasy medieval times guy. Dragon race and it's just like Pokemon Pokemon characters. <laughs> it could be like a sketch. <laughs> but yeah, man. <clears throat> is there is there stuff that like that you wanted to ask me about at all? Uh, just I'm here. I'm here for it. Just want to know how you do. Like, what do you? What have you been yourself occupied without the world resuming? Uh, I live. I live directly across the street from my mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my brother lives over there. My sister lives over there. I go over there and hang out with them, like as often as I can. Uh, mm-hmm. When sometimes. You know, Carly's here for the week, so we we hang out. Did you see Bruce? Bruce. We made this we made oh, this yeah, yeah, yeah. your 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 like short film? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really good. I like that. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. So you know, I'm just trying to push that out there as much and I I've uh, trying to you know, like now that I'm back to kind of working every day, it's like mm-hmm. All right, so I, I'm not doing as many podcasts, but I got tons of podcasts already in the can that are scheduled to come out. So, I mean, I can kind of breathe off of it for a minute. But it's like, yeah. that doesn't mean it's anything that I care less about, because I really out and I still enjoy sitting down and recording them. And, like, we still do, we still do Rassle Rock Weekly. Right. 
like we're prop we're doing the watch alongs like we do that for pay-per-views like we're doing it tomorrow for hell in a cell and um uh, and uh rick's done a couple without me yeah i think i've I've done the Russell Russell rock podcast i think three times and neither time you were there yeah you've done this podcast like three times now right oh this is my second okay let's yeah but you know that's like you were like while I was still in the studio, which is like yeah, it's a, that's like three years ago. <laughs> so <laughs> it I'm well. This is welcome back, welcome back to glad to be here, Corey Castle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, glad glad to be here, and by here I mean the balcony of my apartment. But yeah, it's good to to catch up and. I really like doing the podcast the first time too. Like it was, it was a lot of fun. Well, I think I think a lot has changed from it, and I hope I hope so. I hope it's funny. Like I had a, I had this one comedian on, and uh, and he was like, I, I I had recorded a podcast with him two years previous, and I was like, and I was talking to him about how I was trying to listen to that episode, and I had to turn it off because I was like too embarrassed. <clears throat> he said, "You should be embarrassed." You should be embarrassed. You should have gotten better. And if you didn't yeah. get better, you should be more embarrassed. Right. Yeah, makes sense. So uh, I wouldn't listen back to that old episode that we did. <laughs> and not kind of because I think back then I was also, I was like I I wanted to make sure that I was hitting this like checklist in my head of like, oh, I'm going to talk about what your religion is and talk about what your parents were like. Talk about you had siblings and talk about church and talk about like right. and it, it always like. Whoa, let's talk about death. Let's talk about mushroom. Let's talk about, like, it, and make sure I get all that stuff into each episode to see if, like, mm-hmm. people had opinions of those things. I mean, everybody does at some point have one of the, like, if that comes up in the conversation, cool, but uh, I'm not right. going to force it as much as I think I was forcing that all back then. Yeah, it makes sense. But, uh, I mean, isn't that part of the evolving? Right, process right. of it you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. yeah i probably i probably wouldn't like to listen to myself back on that episode i'm, I'm sure i was a, a, a dork and in a weird headspace but like i'm probably in a weird headspace now mm-hmm. and then you know three years from now do another one yeah, yeah we'll, that, we'll that totally do another time. one in three years we'll make this a, <laughs> oh, probably uh, sooner every, than that every every three oh yeah i'm sure sooner than that but <laughs> But we'll we'll do. I love doing these follow up ones. Like I love doing, like having return guests. And I think almost everybody is like some somebody rarely does somebody not come back. Right. Like I yeah, usually man, like. I'd, I'd like to think I've evolved since then. It was probably like when when you start doing the podcast. Seventeen, two thousand seventeen was when. I was, I, and I was like, so it's like. It, well, like probably two years ago, because I was like episode twenty-eight or something like that. Okay. Because it came up in my memories a, a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, to, like, I'm—I'd like to think I'm a much more evolved person in the last two years. A lot of great stuff has happened to make me. Uh, I think I'm overall happier. I think I have a a, a better outlook on life. Um, Joy. Yeah. Like I like we were talking about uh, work before we recorded, and just like I, I have a, a good job that I 
really love my job and you know I'm, I'm engaged uh i'm not much i can't complain too much if you had asked me two years ago when i was I working at amazon in a warehouse I'd have i think you you miserable. know you 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 there was a there was a level of of like frustration and bitterness that i could feel in you not necessarily i don't know if you were like i'm mad i hate everything but like you definitely were like feeling persecuted against and i could feel that somehow in yeah. in your presence but i don't feel that at all anymore so well, that's, that's i mean good. hopefully I that's a good sign of evolving yeah i mean i, I don't i don't feel persecuted against at the moment mm-hmm. uh, right yeah i mean i i, I try to, i tend to take care of myself better now mm-hmm. like i'm more concerned with things that are involved with my well-being instead of just like I think back then my my whole outlook was like life is what happens to you like these are just the things that happen to me and I'm I'm stuck here and it's my onus to just deal with it and whatever the case may be you may have heard me say this a million times and uh Anybody who listens to the show might have heard me say this a million times, but this this, this needs to be said a million times. Probably a, a billion more. In life, we get used to reacting to what the world has done to us. Mm-hmm. Not enough people like act in a deliberate creativity, like being a deliberate creator in their existence. So enough people, mm-hmm. a lot of people just go, well, this is what happened to me. This is what happened. This is what happened. And I'm reacting to it. Right. Instead of reacting, act. Right. Instead of, instead of like being, being a victim to all the misfortunes that you've had, like just know like you did take a part in some of the misfortunes that you've had through yeah. getting stuck inside of past misfortunes. So accountable to that and move forward in a positive direction for you and on purpose for the purpose of being better yeah for sure we're you know we're 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 not all you know we're not all promised tomorrow we're not all going to be here for a long time yeah sorry if you if you can hear can you hear that the somebody's mowing the lawn outside no, I can't hear it. Every time I go to record, uh, <laughs> it's like they they got they got your recording schedule. Yeah, I don't even know what it is. But, uh, <laughs> I don't even know um, what I'm gonna record. But I mean, yeah. it's Saturday afternoon, so that's usually when they be when they be out there trying to mow all the lawns. I should have yeah. I should have figured it out. I got to soundproof <laughs> my house. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's probably doable. Yeah. Um, yeah, life's good. Um, I'm, I'm a better person than I was two years ago, I guess. Um, yeah. What, what are you, uh, what is, what has like been the most impactful thing that like lasted with you? Like as far as like what you've watched or consumed in this time, in this last I, I'm gonna call it 2020, the year of the shutdown. So the most, what? 
have you watched in 2020 that still like stays with you? That was good. Uh, 2020. I don't. It's tough to say. So because I've been working at home, I've just kept the TV on and just like I've I've blown through so many like TV shows and and stuff that I. Some of it I don't even remember because it's just on while I'm working. But um, I don't know. Have you seen The Boys? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I so think I, 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 that, I think I think I fell asleep during the very last episode. So I don't know where it ends. I don't know right. what happens. But well, I, I just, just know, know the I only have to watch the last episode. Like a maybe it was like a week and a half ago, or like a week after it like aired the season finale. I was just like randomly got sad about what happened. I was like, oh, yeah, that that did happen, didn't it? That was a bummer that I'm now remembering a week later. Um, yeah. Other than that, it's just weird nitro shit. Um, <laughs> like Judy Bagwell on a forklift. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what. You you've been uh, putting out your actually. Uh, go ahead. I've I've been meaning to ask you about this. You've been putting out like stuff with with the wrestling figures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you get them like stuck in the air like that? Oh, so like um, it's like the action figure photography and like the stop motion and stuff. Yeah. I'll use yeah. um, like clear sewing thread, and then I just edit it out in oh. photoshop okay. yeah which is a very uh it's a pain in the ass process but i did um recently i was looking into like tips and stuff to get better at figure photography and toy photography and one of the main tips was like um just make sure you take a picture every day no matter what so i've been trying to do that i missed yesterday but i fell asleep so i'll do two today but yeah i just Get to I forgot, create, I forgot like, to take my vitamins yesterday. Maybe we all forget. Oh man, I, <laughs> am I going to take double dose of vitamins today? Am I going to am I going to have a problem? <laughs> I w- um, other than the uh, the boys and and stuff like that, uh, the the Roman Reigns Jay Uso match from the last pay per view has really been in my head like every day since it happened. It's just like the kind of storytelling that I, I love in wrestling and don't get it enough. Mm-hmm. So that's been really impactful and it's just pure, like there's no silly gimmicks. I guess there will be tomorrow, but there's no, like, I don't know. I've, I've watched so much dumb shit in wrestling that it's so good to just see something that's so simple and just works so well. And is just super, like, you know, it gives you goosebumps, you know? Right. Like, and that's something I've been trying to, like, really, like, uh, lean into is being a fan of wrestling. Because mm-hmm. we, we, I think we talked about this on the last time I was on the podcast. I used to have, like, a Hardy Boys tattoo. Yeah. And then some old vet told me to, like, you know, you look like a bark or whatever. So I got it covered up. And yeah. that's something that, like, I really regret is just like letting myself like shy away from being a fan of wrestling. And it's probably, probably led to my bitterness and stuff like that. But one of the many reasons led to my bitterness, 
but like lately I've just been like really enjoying and it's not that I ever couldn't but once I quote unquote retired I was like I can be a fan like again like I can let my fan flag fly and just really find out what I loved about wrestling before I started doing it and it's it's you know made me enjoy things a little bit more for sure you know it's a weird 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 thing like we were we were kind of shamed for in my my generation I'm saying like we were kind of shamed for like being fans or being marks of the business when we were in it like we couldn't wear like a Triple H shirt to training right. like that was not a thing that was ever acceptable like mm-hmm. we were just got made fun of or something it was not it was not okay and, right uh, yeah and uh and and I, I used to always think of it and be like, when someone joins a band, they don't automatically stop liking other stop bands. List. Yeah. It's like wrestling is so bizarre that way. At that time, it's not even like that anymore. It's it it's a little more open now. It's a little more like, okay, yeah, but you know, there's, you like what you there's still some like, you know, sectors of it that just refuse to like die or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, overall it's gotten better. I feel right. like it got better after I got this fucking tattoo covered up. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely more. Um, I think you were, I think you were tattoo. Honestly, tattoos in general are sensitive. You know what I mean? Like that's something you decided to put on you as like a billboard for what you like. And if someone goes, yeah. Hey, I don't, I don't like that. You have that on you. It represents right. this or that. And you or get someone you get, else might not like that you have that, and I might right. so not get you a you, booking you got, or whatever. You got sensitive and you covered it up. Yep. Uh, um, you probably didn't have to. Oh, I did. Like I said, I definitely didn't have to. And I, what, I, what, I did, what did you cover it with? Just like an axe, like a it's just a basic axe instead of the Hardy Boys logo. Okay. Yeah. Because I was. I, I asked my tattoo guys, like, what would you cover this up with? And I'm also, like, a kind of guy, like, I feel like my tattoo artist, whoever it may be at the time, like, it's their art, too. So I just kind of let them, like, hey, man, whatever you, you want to do with this, have some right. fun or whatever. Right, right, right. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't hold most, for the most part, I don't hold tattoos of, like, high value. Like, a lot of people, like, oh, it has to mean something to me, and it's so important to me. Like, I have a... Uh, Arby's tattoo. It's just <laughs> a beef and cheddar with a dagger through it. That's it. We have the meat. Yeah, I don't take them that seriously. But at the end of the day, <laughs> like I, I still got one covered up because someone said, "Hey, you might not get booked or whatever." And that guy turned out to be a fucking asshole anyway. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Is it a Delaware guy? A uh, Maryland guy. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm going to make 20 questions out of this. Uh, white okay. guy? Yes. Um, my age? I don't know how old he is. He could be 60 or 12. So. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, TV credits? Yes. Um, Jerry Mercury. No. <laughs> okay. Well, that guy's an asshole too. But 
Oh, yeah, I know. He would have, he would have, he would have probably, I could imagine him right away going like, I wouldn't. Le- huh. Less, le- way less prestigious of a, like a name than that. Um, Jimmy Dream. There you go. I nailed it. Yep. <laughs> Once you said not prestigious, I was like, yep, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. TV credits, but not prestigious. Um, yeah, I mean, and it's, it's such a, a shitty thing. That whole situation is like, I was saying, it's just like toxic behavior that you kind of have to put up with, mm-hmm. especially when you're young in the business. I think it was, I think it was in like my first year and I went on a road trip with him and, and Raven. Mm-hmm. And that's when he told me that about the tattoo. And then I went on another road trip with just him and like that. He's, he said so much like weird, creepy shit. That no, I was no, it would be no, it would be funny, Rob. If like, if like you took a sharpie and you just like drew on it before every match, like <laughs> if you were on a show with him, like you just just sit there yeah. drawing on it, and then like, like I j- uh, put Jim right dream Jimmy Dream all over it. He'd love it. Um, but yeah, like I. I went on a road trip, like the second one I went with, second or third. He was talking about this this promoter's niece, who was like probably six, going on and on and on and on about how hot she is and blah blah blah. And I was just like the most uncomfortable I've ever been. But it's also like you're new in wrestling, and this guy's been places and you gotta fucking go along to get along yeah and in mm-hmm. retrospect like as well like i was talking about like once you get out of wrestling and look back on things you're just like fuck i really wish i'd have just pulled over and and kicked him out of my fucking car or yeah whatever but that's uh that's 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 that shit that's that toxic part of, Dude, of that environment. finding and that's finding things in your past that like that you're like, I can't believe I got through that. I can't believe that happened to me. Like, it, it's it's tough to like look back on it as an adult and and like, I I I don't know if I want to really get too much into it, but um, there was the neighborhood I live in now. There was. I lived here when I was a kid. Uh, outside of this window, that there's a window right there. Outside of that window, there was a, an apartment complex. There's an apartment complex right outside this window. In the apartment that's right there in that apartment complex, that girl that lived there, um, she was she was like kind of living at our house. She was friends with like my brother and sister. And she was a she was like a she was like a, a heroin user, and uh, she she uh, she asked me to help her shoot heroin into her arm when I was like fifteen, and I didn't. She was like, "I'm just I'm sick without this. I need help." Right. So I helped her find a vein. You know what I mean? And I, I had to deal with that yesterday because like I had to go like. She was like hitting me up all day yesterday, all day, talking to me about how proud she is of who I am and things like that. So I'm like, I, 
I forgive you for that, but that's the thing that traumatized me when I was a boy so much that I forgot about it for so long. Yeah. And then and then when I finally remembered it, I was like, man, that that damaged me. Yeah. And it's like, I, I don't know, because I know I said something to her about being on the podcast a couple of years ago. I wouldn't want to do that. I, I don't know if I would want to do that because I might say some stuff that might damage you so much that you hurt yourself. And I don't want that. I absolutely don't want that. Like you've, you've, you've taken the two way train. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want you right. to, I don't want you to jump back on it. Right. But yeah. So no, mix I mean. that, mix that with the fact that like she robbed my family and we like lost our home and, and like, I, like I had a lot of I had a lot of resentment on the I I actually walked around for a a big chunk of my life saying drug addicts have ruined my life multiple mm-hmm. times. And I I now say nothing's ruined my life. Nothing's ever ruined my life cuz my life continues on. Right. Nothing ruins my life until it ends my life. Yeah. And I I Rather, I'd rather like go. Oh, all right. Well, I I learned stuff from those times where I learned stuff from those times where I've been like down or ruined by like my my life's plan maybe got ruined a couple times, but I don't I don't know if my life's plan was ever that good in the first place. It wasn't right. a sparkly yeah. plan. It wasn't yeah. a very shiny sparkly plan, but. You know, you you walk around with your expectations, and oh, this is an, this is another bit that I that I've been doing. Uh, when I was talking to you about comparing yourself to other people, I I've been saying on stage about like, can we can we not can we not do that to ourselves? Like, it's not it's not good. Don't compare yourself right. to other people. And I said, the way I look at it, you know, birds, mm-hmm. birds, they still get hit by cars. They got the whole sky. Not everybody's got it all figured out. Right. Stop yeah. comparing yourself to Makes other sense. people. Uh, yeah. I, we, we're you know, we're going to get things wrong. We're going to get things right. But none of those things are going, no matter how many things we get right, we're not going to all of a sudden go, everything's good forever. I don't have to ever work on myself. Right. I don't ever, I don't ever have to, to cope with, you know, the success. I don't have to cope. Like, it's there's all a coping. There's all a there's all a work. There's all a process inside of the, the like the successes and the damage, and right. and the failures. Like yeah, tons of it. So you're never yeah. all set. You're never all set. Oh yeah, absolutely not. Like all you can do is continue to evolve. All you can yeah. do is continue to get better. Self help. Not yeah. self-fix. There's no magic wand. Right. So. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. Um. <laughs> message. Audio time travel. The people that you care the most about. Maybe, maybe your kids one day. Maybe your kids one day will stumble across this recording. And want to know what 2020 Robbie Radke was. <laughs> 2020 Rob Falkheimer 
I want to know what he's like. So this is a little snapshot into what what's gotten you here and what message you have directly to that person. This is what I'm call I call this audio time travel. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I would say 2020 Rob Falkenheimer is a uh, the best version of Rob Falkenheimer so far. Um, 2020 Rob Falkenheimer is improving himself day after day. Um, but the thing that got me here to this point where I am improving is failing a lot. And um, kind of, you know, and then fail, failing a lot, failing often, failing hard, understanding that I'm going to fail again at some point, but to not allow failure to define what happens going forward. Because, um, you know, you, I think our system, like, of well-being or in, in, in our society, I hate using the word society, but um, it's been so overused by Joker types. But like our society is just like, if, if you, I, I spent so long being told, if you don't do well in school, this is it. Like you're a failure and I didn't do well in school. So I spent so long being like, well, fuck, if I had only done well in school, I'd be better off now instead of, doing better from that point forward and that's something i'm still trying to work on. i'm still trying to fix things from back then to make me a, a better person than i am now and was then yeah i i noticed the thing about you rob what's that you love to rebel you love to be a rebel like you not a rocking one you better love <laughs> That's to be a rebel. What I, had <laughs> I, I better, I better warn Danielle that you're a real rebel. <laughs> no, but like, like you're like, oh, don't tell me, fuck you, all this. No, don't tell me, fuck you, all this. And it's yeah. a lot of reactionary, very reactionary, and it's not, it's never been in your benefit. Right. It hasn't been. It hasn't benefited you. If you yeah. think the benefit to that is that it's protected you in some way from a worse pain, maybe your ego has gotten you to where you are in a lot of ways. It has yeah. protected you from a lot more hurt than you've experienced. But those rebellious reactions, reactionary ways, that can be just as toxic as flirting with a 16-year-old promoter's niece. Right. So you, you're you got you got to weigh it out a little bit more. You got to you got to weigh a couple of these decisions out a little more. You definitely have to consider every source. When someone tells you something, think about who said it. Think about maybe what they're going through. Think about uh, empathy. Yeah, think about think about how hard it must be to be this person. Like, take yourself out of you for a minute if you can at any time, because I, I get that way too, man. I get, like I, I recently posted about how someone someone mentioned to me about how I was wearing like a Nike hoodie with Adidas pants, and they were like Nike hoodie with Adidas pants, and I automatically went to the damaged poor kid. I was like, 
uh, uh, been poor my whole life. Grew up on welfare. And, like, I was, like, I never afforded name brand shit. It's never been a thing. Like, I, I went into all this justification shit instead of just going, if this stuff's important to you, I feel bad for you. Like, right. you got some work to do on you. Instead, I, I got real hurt. I got my feelings were hurt. Like, and it took me right back to, like, getting made fun of for, like, having food stamps in my wallet. Remember, remember food stamps? They, they, like, give you a book of coupons? Yeah. Like, kids would make fun of me for that when I was kid. Like, well, I had to stop at the grocery store on my way home from school. It's, it's like... We all got our damage, and we have our, our stuff we tried to rebel against, but we, all of us. So, I'm, sure, I'm speaking for everyone here. I'm speaking, for, hey, everybody who's listening, I'm speaking for you right <laughs> here. We all do too much reactionary behavior. Right. And it's not always going to benefit us. So that yeah. might be that might be part of that that knowing I'm going to fuck up again, right? And give yourself the the grace and the unconditional love to go. Well, that too, I love that yeah. too. I love that about me. That I still love me. Like I, I gotta love that too. Yeah. So I I think if if you. If you if you wait another three years to do my podcast, and we're talking about this again, mm-hmm. I'd want to hear that that part of you has relaxed a little bit. Yeah, because you, you you don't owe anybody anything, right? And what you do owe is yourself a little bit more, because the behavior in rebelling against someone else is hurting you. Like right when. When you when you set out with revenge in your heart, you dig two graves. Yeah. So, just uh, have grace with yourself, man. I mean, you're awesome, man. You're awesome, and I don't think enough people tell you that. You, well, thank you. You maybe need to think. Maybe you need to know that for yourself, and maybe you need to hear it from somebody. Who's the respected vet in the business? <laughs> and I, I'm just more about less about the respect and less about the business, and more about as a person. You're a good dude. Thank you. And you deserve to be happy. And don't cut your don't cut your nose off despite your face, because it's a it's a good little face and it's a sweet little nose. <laughs> So I've been told. Don't be such a rebel. Don't be such a rebel. Oh, oof. Uh, no, I, I really appreciate that. Uh, it's good. Like it's good to catch up with you. I, I, I can count on you to to tell me things like that. You are. So you always hear people, and I, I don't want to relate everything to wrestling, but this specifically applies. You always hear people in wrestling, just like, "Hey, man, if you need anything, reach out" and stuff like that. You are one of the people that I actually like believe that when you say it. You know what I mean? It's it's literally. It, I think it's you and Lewis G. Rich, and that's it. Man, I love that guy. I I love that guy too. He's one of my favorite people to 
wrestled, talked to. He's a great guy. I, I don't uh, think I've had there's a, other people. Uh, you, I haven't had a match with him like one on one ever. Uh, like it's unfortunate. Him and his partner, Alan, was it the kid's name? Alan. They were like Charm City something. Oh man, uh, I, um, Charm City Saints. Was that what it was? I think that was before my time. Okay, yeah, this was this uh, this goes back to like 2007, 2008. So yeah, before my time, way way back. Uh, <laughs> we only had tag matches where I tag with Rick, and that's the only like matches we ever had with each other. But I mean, I never got an opportunity to to have any singles matches with the guy. But he he was a he was a fun personality in the ring. Oh, for sure. I mean, like, but like, yeah, like I said, it's you two that I can definitely, not that I've, I've ever, like, needed to, but I know if I needed to, I could reach out to you or him or, uh, like, Killian McMurphy, but he's also, that- like, one of my, some clown I helped break into the biz, brother. <laughs> um, but he's also, like, one I, of my I, as, friends, I, as I've so. started calling him, as I've started calling him Jabronly fans. <laughs> He he is a client. You know, I actually uh, work with him. My shoot job. Yeah, I know. I, I'm yeah, um, yeah. I'm familiar. Yeah, he's a he's a good dude. I uh, very um, proud is a weird word mm-hmm. because I feel like sometimes it's, it's certain people if they say they're proud of me, I'm like, who are you to be proud of me? That's weird. Right. Um, but I'm I'm very proud of him and like him him being in the business and doing so well is one of the like saving graces of like I can I don't need to really do much more in wrestling. Like I helped him, and he's doing like amazing. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's that's something that's kind of a not to attach myself to like riding his coattails or whatever, but mm-hmm. that's part of like something that I contributed to the wrestling business. Break yeah. in, yeah, dude. I yeah, I I have. This just made me think of it because you and him were talking at a show. We were like outside backstage before DCW ran at like the the little fire hall place or whatever that place was. Before, like when it was like better. Right. And like, I think I was like, like main eventing and stuff like that, but I would only wrestle there. Like I wasn't doing anything else. Right. And you were talking to him and you were talking about something where it got brought up. You were like, Oh, this fucking whatever this jerk off only works once a month. And you were talking like saying something like that. And I looked at my girlfriend at the time's face and I could see her automatically lose respect for me. Did I say that? Yes, but it was not your fault because she didn't, she wasn't there while I was paying all these dues working, working four shows a week. Like that's not that's not on you. I'm not saying, but that 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 idea that idea wasn't like it was like oh she just doesn't get it. Like right. I get who you're talking about, and Killian of course knows who you're talking about, but right. like she doesn't get it, and she's trying to get something that she won't get. Right. And, and I felt like it's. It's like trying to make an outsider understand something they're not going to understand. It's like right, yeah. asking a dog to understand the internet, kind of thing. You know, yeah. it's it's 
it's tough, right? So, yeah. um, I I don't think I ever brought that up to you, but that that was something, and I I wasn't ever uh, upset with you, but I was upset with her right there that she like heard that the wrong way, right. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed in myself for having said that. Whether, like, I know you're not upset, but, like, it's just a disappointing thing for me to to have said. Because now I'm trying to, if I do come back, I'll probably just be, like, working once a month and just, like. It's like, oh, I earned being able to do that. I earned being able to do that. But you don't understand that. You don't understand how much I've sacrificed my entire life and birthdays and Christmases and holidays and parties and weddings and funerals and like this is a sacrifice that i've made for so long so that i have the ability to work when i want to work to right to show up when i want to show up but yeah uh, it's, it's uh, it was to, just, yeah it's hard to make somebody understand who's not willing to understand and right. uh, it has to you know it has to be what it is and it's uh You know, it's it's uh, it's way in the past now. You know what I mean? It's and yeah. that that's gonna be that's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a thing that I know I deal with with any partner I try to have, right? Any girlfriend that I try to have, or beyond that, like that girl was two girlfriends ago. Like this right. is it's gonna it's um. I'm I'm the guy who just has a bunch of girlfriends all the time. Like uh, a relationship lasts for a year, two years, and then it's on to the next one. And it's not. It's because the failure to want to understand me. Right. And I don't really know if I all the way understand me either, so I can't make <laughs> you get it. Yeah, I definitely get that. Like I don't I don't know who the fuck I am. Like. Right. Who... Right. All I know is that I'm working on it. All I know is that I'm working on it. So be willing to meet me in the middle of working on it. And if you're unwilling to meet me in the middle of working on it, that's a that's a YP. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, one more thing and then I'll send you off with a hot dog and a handshake. (laughs) (laughs) So hypothetically. Gets you to do this show. The show is yours now. Evolving a lot. Evolving with Rob Radke, Robbie Radke, Rob, Rob Valkenheimer. This has been your pilot episode of your new podcast about bettering yourself. In a very Jerry Springer's final thought sort of way, you <laughs> wrap it up in a nice little bow in like a minute or two. And you know what? I'm gonna have to probably try to. I'm gonna have to try to expire the saying the Jerry Springer thing because enough people are starting to not know who that is anymore. Oh man, that's unfortunate. I mean, I mean, I guess it's not that unfortunate. No. Um, I mean, that was a that was a trash time in the world. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> boy, oh boy, battering yourself. Um, I think the most important thing about battering yourself for me has been to not hold on to the not so good parts of yourself um, and to not beat yourself up for when you weren't the best version of yourself. Like if you said out back of a wrestling show, some jerk off who only works once a month to not like 
beat up yourself for saying something five years ago or three years ago because you were dumb and didn't understand the other side of it and just to try and be better and more empathetic to those jerk offs who only work once a month. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, if, I mean, that's dude, it. if people want to work once a month and they're, and they're in the business a year or two, like mm-hmm. be better, go, go work more, try to be better. You get better by working more. But if, right. if you're, if you are a, a seasoned, like tender, like you've been around for a while. Yeah, I. I but the, but, that's the thing, though, is that that vet line and that tag is just there's such a gray area to what that even means anymore, right. or and like it, has always ever meant to me because I had to learn at one point there's a difference between a vet and someone who's just been doing it longer, and. <laughs> And then, like, I try to wrestle with myself. Like, I don't consider myself a vet mm-hmm. most of the time. Right. But I've been referred to as such, and it's always been – I've always felt uncomfortable about it. Like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not. Definitely listen to someone better than me. But, but then there's other times where I'm just like, you know, recently I was at an open ring, and these guys, young guys and guys that didn't really know what they were doing – we're trying to work on something. And I was just like, I chimed in. I was like, Hey, how about instead of doing this, you do this. And here's why, you know, here's a thought out explanation as to why I'm suggesting the thing you're doing and how it would fix the problem that you're having. And then someone who's not, not experienced at all was like, Oh, that move is lame. Uh, We don't want to do that because and I, I, and in my back of my head, I was like, motherfucker, like, I know I'm not a vet, but I mean, I've, I've done some things and maybe you should at least listen to me without being disrespectful. But I bit my tongue. I was just like, hey, man, just throwing out uh, well, suggestions. Mixed the. So going back into what I was saying was before about the uh, the 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 being a mark. Mm-hmm. The being a mark for the business, like that, used to be really fr- frowned upon in my mm-hmm. day. Right, and I think nowadays it's it's less frowned upon to do it. But now, inside of that, you have the ability to ignore humility. So they always said, "Be humble, be humble, be humble." That was what we were. Do- that was our generation was humility, respect right. for respect for the vets. Now, if the vets weren't TV talent, then right. they're not vets. Right. Like, oh, they're, you know, I get, I get more GIF views than you, you know? Right, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's a, like a reprioritized version of respect and humility. Yeah. So I don't walk around talking about how I'm a vet. I'll right. let my, my actions do that. I'll let how I speak to people do that as being a locker room leader. Mm -hmm. I would, I would rather be an example than be like, everybody listen to me. Right. I'm, I've been doing this the longest and I have to quote Matt Bomboy in when he says the doing it longer doesn't mean you are better than me. Like, right. he's, he's like, this isn't prison. It isn't. It is not right. prison. 
So when you did say I've done some things, yeah, I mean it's true. Not nothing of note, but I mean, right. I, you know, right, right. I, I've I've gotten the desired reaction from the crowd based on the things that I've done, mm-hmm. and I, I I know a thing or two about psychology. I've, I've you know, you play with listen, toys, damn it, be, because I've listened to people who knew better than me. So I'm just passing this knowledge along. I, <laughs> it's usually, t- I guess you. I think I used to tell Killian this. It's just like, look, anyone who like says they're a vet openly, don't listen to them really. Like, listen to them, but like, you don't have to do what they say because usually the actual vets don't go around telling you that they're a vet. Mm. Right. I I mean, I always say, don't really try to advertise yourself as anything that you aren't, or or don't advertise yourself as anything that you even are. At, that you even are, because if I walk around and I tell you that I tell you that I'm funny, I tell you that I tell you that I'm real smart, then you can prove me wrong on some stuff. You know, you could you could right. you could you could you could, you could rebel against my funniness and not <laughs> laugh on purpose because you were like, oh, you think you're funny. I'll show you. You are not going right. to you're not going to make me crack a smile once. Like, I, I don't want that. I'd rather just be what I am. And, you know, like uh Napoleon Hill says, tell the world what you're going to do. Show them first. Right. So that's, that's like my kind of philosophy on who I am and uh, what I'm doing. Because it's right. definitely a show, then tell. Yeah, for sure. Not the other way around. Yep. You value me as the best actor slash model and not the other way around. <laughs> to quote Fabio. Okay. Whatever he <laughs> says, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that was from Zoolander. I was just being yeah. dope quoting yeah. Zoolander. But <laughs> um I wanna say, dude, um absolutely thrilled that you were able to give me the currency of your attention and your time. Paying paying me in the currency of your effort is very much appreciated. And anybody who's listened, if you made it through over an hour and a half of this podcast and you listen to the whole thing, I appreciate your, your, the God currency of your you. effort. Yeah, totally. Bless you. Bless you very much. Oh. And thank you. Thank you very much. And I, I say this all the time. I want to make sure you know it because I know, I, I know you do. You need something. You need to talk to somebody. You need some judgment-free conversation. You need a friend. I'm here. I'm not hard to get a hold of. Right. Always, always know that it's okay to reach out to me. And if, and this is going for the listeners, if you're listening to the show, if you're watching the, if you're watching the YouTube video, let me know you exist. Subscribe. Follow the YouTube channel. Uh, leave the comments below. I, this this part seems so like tough to me because I know it's like some people sh- just rattle this part out. Like, subscribe, review, right? Sure, do all of those things if it if it's worth it to you. If you've made it this far and this and you maybe caught some lessons, maybe go back and listen to the other hundred and twenty or two hundred and four other episodes of this podcast, and hopefully you you get some cool nuggets out of it. I hope so. And uh, 
Thanks so much. I hope that you have me. a great weekend. Be fun, have safe, and keep it up. <laughs>